Welcome to the MC Talk Podcast with Jordan and Tay. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Today, we are going to talk about one of the most underrated albums of all time. You know what it is. Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets. Yay. <sighs> Super excited. So, yeah. Same. Ready, Jordan? Ready. So first, um, you know, nothing new with me, just staying indoors, (laughs) Spongebob voice, (laughs) indoors. Yeah, literally same, nothing new. Um, Yeah, literally nothing has been new. I've just been sleeping and eating, watching Bright Minded, and that's about it. Animal Crossing. Yes, Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, so Miley. Right, well, yeah. Um, there aren't much updates other than the fact that Bright Minded is still going on. Um, these episodes this week have been super, super fun and entertaining. Um, Wednesday's episode, she had a guest on that uh, made some coloring sheets for Smilers. So just been coloring those up. Super fun. And... I did not mention this mention this last week, but Miley brought up bad karma. I don't know if you guys remember on one of the lives with uh, Mark Ronson last week, she basically got bombarded with Smiler's comments asking about bad karma, and she finally acknowledged it and said like her music is in the works. So I'm just excited for bad karma. And then this week she mentioned that her album um, that she's been working on with Ryan Tedder is still in the works. So there is music coming. We just don't know when, mm-hmm. but. Still happy she acknowledged it. Yep. Trust the process. Yep. Yeah. Um, Let's get into it. Well, do you want to name our <laughs> our baby yeah. first? So our baby of this week is on Instagram at Cyrus Goddess with one S. Um, his name is Vitor. Um, super, super kind. Always reposts um, stories of us. Our podcast always comments and likes our posts. Um, super, super nice. And yeah, we're Yay. very thankful that he's been listening. Yay. Yay, new babies. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Do it. Speaking of <laughs> um, <good> transition, <laughs> I have been looking forward to doing this podcast for a long time about this, um, mm-hmm. but I've also just been nervous because. You and I both love this album album so much mm-hmm. that it really can't even be described. To it's like funny because how it needs to be described or like anything. Yeah, this podcast episode, like if we were actually talking about everything we needed to on this episode about this album, it would go on for days and <laughs> like this, seventeen days. Yeah, this album gives me. It's like weird because. You would think that later albums like bangers and stuff would give me more memories, but I feel like Dead Pets gives me way more memories just because every time I listen to it, like I remember exactly where I was when I listened to it. Like I remember mm-hmm. when Tay came over to Florida for the first time and we laid by the pool and just listened to this album on repeat. Yeah. And I don't know. I think of that when I listen to it. I think of just the sad songs that I listen to in 
sad times just every song is just so different and yeah um so yeah we've talked about this on a previous episode before but uh Miley Cyrus and her dead pets was a totally unexpected album mm-hmm. um she hosted the VMAs in 2015 and at the very end, like we didn't even know she was going to perform at the VMAs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very end, she got up on stage with her crew and performed Do It. And at the very end, she said, everyone go to MileySyrusInterDeadPets.com and download my free <laughs> album. That's street, blah, blah, blah. And I like looked at my sister and I was like, Oh my gosh. And I grabbed my computer and the site was already crashing because so many people were going to her website to download the album. And it was just iconic. And at that point, I remember her explaining that she didn't feel the need to release it as an album for sales because she really did it for herself and her like exploring her own creativity. And she just, she's like, I've made all the money I need right now. Um, Yeah. Just like, yeah and that's why I like it a lot too because it's just so personal and I've also said this before but it's like her diary just like us getting to listen to her diary and it's just so many different songs that each are just different meanings about her life and um, I know this album was mostly inspired by like Floyd which is weird that we're doing this episode this week because this week is six uh, years since he passed away and I know I miss him and I don't even know him but just this album it's just so personal and I love it even more with the fact that it's free and it was just actual art that Miley just wanted us to listen to. But yeah, um, there's way too many songs on this album, which another good thing about this album, cause you'll never get bored, but there are 23 chose... total. Yeah. And we chose our top um, few and by few, I mean probably half of that. Um, um, wait, I was about. reading an article today. Um, yeah, it was today about this and part of it said that someone told her that this album had way too many songs on it and Miley just turned around and added another song because she just didn't care. <laughs> and it was like nothing more Miley than that because even the other day on Bright Minded, she was talking about, she just, it's windy where you are. <laughs> Sorry. it's been windy and cold today which is super weird but sorry guys (laughs) no I didn't okay my mom was anyways (laughs) on bright minded she was even talking about how she just does the opposite of what people want her to do and that's just one thing that's always been so consistent with my as she's gotten older is she just does what she feels like and if someone tells her to do something else she just does the opposite that is just the description of me. Like, if I learned one thing from Miley, it's that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so to start off this song, or the song list of super important and meaningful songs that we chose. Um, Taylor, you want to do the first one? Sure. Um, so we're doing these in order on the album um, from the ones we chose. But Do It is like the said single for the album. I mean, it wasn't an actual single. But it's the one she performed at the VMAs. And this song is pretty much just do you. Do it. Um, <laughs> I, like, I don't even know what to say about it. You just have to listen to it. 
But there's really like, yeah, this it's just gonna be listen hard to it. It goes back. Yeah, there's not really much to the song, but it's just super hype and like, I don't know. It's very inspirational with very little lyrics. <laughs> right. Um, um, but yeah, so. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look up something real quick. Oh my God, I freaking love this lyric. How do the birds yeah, I fly love peace. and why there is a moon way up in the sky, why there's trees, what the is love. Um, uh, okay, my favorite lyric from this whole song. Oh my God, sing about love. Love is what you need. That's, okay, no, that's I like, my favorite line. I like, I smoke pie, I love peace. I don't give a F, I ain't no hippie. I think that's so cute. <laughs> it's so Miley. I just love singing about love. Love is what you need because it's true. Mm-hmm. And then the end of it. Why did they put the dick in the pussy? Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor! What? <laughs> that it's part is explicit. That part is just so funny. The it's so random. It. It's how she says it. I know, but you just said I've never heard you say words like that. <laughs> hey, Miley does some things to people. Um, anyways, that's how the song Oh my ends. god. So yes, definitely listen to that. But next, Karen, don't be sad. I want my next tattoo to be inspired by this song. Um, don't let them win. And this song is just so cute and so inspirational. And it's just all about basically like, don't let people like talk about you and don't let it bother you. Um, it's saying like, they're just a bunch of fools and you can make them powerless. Don't let them make the rules. Um Oh, it's just so cute, and the world can still be beautiful. The part's up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't just let them the win. lyrics in this song, yeah, by letting all their lies and hate destroy you from within. It's just so poetic. It's so cute. This song, but I definitely, I love this song so much when it came out. Um, because I was in my senior year of college, and it was just where I really wanted to date Christian. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't date me. And just, you know, guys are silly. And all of college, all I heard was, hey, you are so wifey material. I'd want to marry you, but I don't really want to date you. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> what does that even say? Exactly. To mean? And I'm like, okay, great. Like, in 10 years then? I don't know. Um, And <laughs> I this song came out when I was like, this is so relatable because why do I let all these boys make me sad? That really don't, don't let them make the rules. Yeah, that don't really even want to be with me right now. Like they shouldn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. I'm down the stairs, <laughs> glaring at me right now. We'll hear it on Sunday. Tell him to go away. Bye, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, he's the one who said it. <laughs> I know he knows. Um, but yeah, that this song just brings me back to that, and was just like super relatable for me at the time, and that's why I like clung to it so much. I'm just picturing Christian's face. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, okay, so BB Talk. This is our Taylor. favorite song for the podcast. <laughs> it's not actually my favorite song off the album. Me neither. Well, because when we don't were coming, get me started though, like we were coming up with podcast we were coming name up with names, yeah. ideas. Um, what did we want to call it originally? We want okay. Secret information. We wanted to call it. She is. Okay, yeah. Everything was going to be different each week. So, like, you know, like, last week would have been – she is Hannah Montana, for ex- for an example. 
but just use different words to, for every episode name. Like that was kind of our inspiration. And we got on. And we just liked like how this era, like she is, and it's not just like she is Miley Cyrus. It's like she is is everything. Like powerful, yeah. yeah. And then we looked up she is as podcast names, and there was already so many. Yeah. So then we're like, oh my gosh, now what? And then my name on Instagram is MC Smiley Face. So mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking like MC, that was in my head. And then I was like, BB Talk, MC Talk. And then we're like, yes, let's do it. And then we'll make it like kind of a BB Talk-esque, a.k.a. Yeah. Why the theme song of our podcast is who created it? I don't remember the handle. Um, Swarovski. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and pretty sure his name is Danny. But yeah, he is into like music production and stuff and made it for us. And redid the theme song for us for copyright, avoiding copyright. Um, yeah. But yeah, but so BB Talk, BB Talk is super fun to sing it's like basically talking the whole time and my boyfriend hates it this is like his most hated song of miley's but i just love to scream it at the top of my lungs and annoy him (laughs) your turn (laughs) about bb talk you have anything to say about it (laughs) um just if you're trying to sell someone on this song just don't show them the music video until they learn to love the song (laughs) for what it is first i love the music video so do i but don't show it initially because yeah. they'll be like, why do I want to watch Miley rolling around with a giant yeah. baby bottle? Yeah, we had Logan watch it. He already hated the song. And we made him watch it. And just me, Taylor, and Christian were, like, dying while Logan was like, what the hell is this? Um, <laughs> anyways, baby talk, great. I was always like, he sent me the queen emoji. I, just the, I could listen to Miley talk for days and that's why i like it she's like, like her voice and just like, hearing her explain the, things when I look that's why i love the song too is just listening to miley talk Same. um but i do and then there was that one time where you- <laughs> yep okay on to the next one okay Weeky. i just love the sound of the song me too it's relaxing it's relaxing and i feel like this is just miley being so authentic mm-hmm. um which just no cares of like why like her explaining it the way she is, I think. But the sound in it is so real and actually super good. I remember my um, Pierre, who plays Animal Crossing with us, um, <laughs> I listened to – what was I going to say? When this album came out, he's a huge Big Sean fan. So he first listened to the Big Sean song. And then he's like, actually, he's like, Fweeky and Bang Me Box, like those are actually really good songs. And like I was like – Yes. Like, I was just so happy, not a Miley fan, like, acknowledge actually how great it was yeah. for a song. Um, so this is why this is one of my favorites, just the way it sounds with her, like, yeah. deeper voice. Yeah. And it's just very, like, the sound is consistent, but, like, the words and just, like, the way she sings them is different. But um, I don't know. I just like the lyrics because, like you said, it's super Miley and just it sounds like if you didn't know Miley and you heard it, you'd be like, what is she talking about? But since you know it's Miley, it's, like, normal. Yeah. So when she's like, I got too good at just doing it myself, I'm like, mm, girl, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my lead. Yeah. Classic. All right. But yeah, that's definitely in my top five favorites of this album. Okay. Bang me box. I, oh, oh my gosh. Love- I turned this song up so loud in my car. It's so, it's like an anthem. Same. Even though it I, is like a driving song. I can't really like <laughs> relate to it because it's like a lesbian anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but go up the lyrics. What? Oh. Um, sorry, she has the lyrics up while we're just looking at them. Um, just the way she sings it, and the it just 
I like, how do you describe the sound? It's very, um, it's very different. Like when she sings like, but I can't even do it. It's not <laughs> I want like eight. Is it eighties ish? Kind of. Open, it's just so, I can't explain up, it. You're leaving. Like that sound gets me so jacked when I'm listening to it in the car. Mm -hmm. And my favorite part is, um, here I am. Like a tiger that's been locked in a cage. Like that part. And then, here I, I am. Here you are. I love that I part. I so hard. You're what I need. Just, oh my, sorry, guys. Whoever's listening to this is turning the volume down. <laughs> They're just stopped. They're just done listening. They're like, ah, oh, this isn't for me anymore. But yeah, if you guys, obviously, Miley fans, you know the song. The song's just so different from every other song she has. And it's just the type of song where you can be in a bad mood and you just put it on and you're just like, you cannot not dance to it. Yeah. And like, I'm in the car and I'm just like. <laughs> well, and Mike Will is one of the songs he produced on the album. And this is why I love, like, the question that one time, do you choose Mark or Mike Will? Why I will choose Mike Will? Because Mike Will has supported Miley through everything since they became friends like michael wanted to be a part of like this project with miley mm -hmm. no matter how weird and crazy it was like he made this song good mm -hmm. so that's why i love michael and i love that he was a part of this agreed i can't wait to be done talking to you so i can just go listen to the song <laughs> sorry okay, whatever um okay slab of butter taylor forgot to put this on the list because she didn't think it was important but i forced oh her to oh my gosh get a life okay slab of butter is a type of song where when you listen to the beginning you're like what the hell is this and you turn it off but if you listen to if you get past the um but to get i love that part if you get past that part it's good no i love that part too Wait, but it's out. just like so when this came out again i was senior in college just turned 21 so i'd be like in my car about to go like pregame i'm gonna get and I was like just jamming out to the beginning of the song because I was like, I want to get. And I love up. that part too. But if you're in the car with someone who doesn't listen to Dead Pets and isn't into that type of like music, yeah. you need to get past Friends that part for them to understand. Yeah, but just it's just so. This song is just so catchy. Like I feel like a slip. It just sounds so futuristic. Like her voice mm -hmm. that is melting in the sun. But yeah, the lyrics are weird and like totally just you totally have to be on drugs to understand it but i just love it it's so unique are you implying that you do drugs jordan no i'm just saying i'm <laughs> just like kidding to and listen to the song. <laughs> um i think the first time i <laughs> i don't even want to say it in the podcast <laughs> and just let's just say that things happen in vegas and i listened to this album and just my life changed <laughs> yeah all right i love this song I forgive you. My favorite lyric in this is You look at that I'm doing my yoga, you might be dead. <laughs> I always quote her on that when she does like yoga and bright minded and stuff. I ain't doing anything that to, could take away my zen. Um, do you know what this who this is about? Mm-mm. I, I don't know. When I listen to it, I just assume it's about Liam. Um, How a lot of her songs were about another chick in our bed. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. And I, oh. 
I mean, Liam inspired bangers. Not give so. you. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> I don't know what there is to say about it, although it's really good. There's not much to say about any of these songs. It's so hard to explain them. Like, you have to listen That's to why them. I've been nervous to do this podcast is because, like, it really can't be explained how we'd like to explain yeah. it. Okay, I get so scared. My favorite number one song on this album, and it took me a while to find a number one song because I would always switch them up. But I've come to the conclusion that this is the one song I always turn on first. Like, oh, it's so cute, but it's so sad. And it's, like, basically talking about, like, like not being able to get over somebody because nobody is like them. Um, But my favorite lyric, I mean, I have a bunch from this song, but I like how she says, like, the universe gets to decide our future is written up here in the sky. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, yeah. She's, like, worried and, like, thinking, like, she'll never get over someone. But she's, like, okay, well, the universe already has it written out. So, like, I need to stop worrying about it because it's already there, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just so cute. And I, it's just so calming and ugh, yeah. my favorite song. But it's so emotional and, like, just makes me sad. And I love how – I don't know if it's possible, but probably how, like, vulnerable her voice sounds in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of – um. I don't know. I want to want to say she's like surrendering to the song, but it's like she's yeah. putting everything out there, expressing like you can, you can like feel her emotions. Yeah. Like you can just like imagine her performing it. Like the the part that you have it on now, that it's like all the ways that you hurt me and all the shit you put me through. Like when she sings that part, her like voice just sounds like I wouldn't say cracks, but it just changes. Mm-hmm. I love how these They're songs so are in order of our favorites, like switching off and on. Mm-hmm. yeah like i'm like oh this is my number one you're like now, yeah, you're now on your i'm on one. my number one which you guys all know is lighter um like i've talked about before it's just i love listening to the song in the car as a lot of these songs are but it just makes me so feel so at peace and happy and i don't know it just makes me feel really connected to miley this whole album does but i think because i love this song so much it makes me feel that way this is my second favorite. It used to be my number one, but I just, I got, I get so scared, just totally like took over. But this song is so calming and I love how long it is. And it's just, and like it just keeps a going. Yeah. It's like a night slowly. drive song. That part just keeps going. And I'm like, don't let the song end. I love it too much. I love this song. One song. Okay, one song is a song that if Miley could sing any of the songs from Dead Pets today, I'd want her to sing one song just because of the like words in it. And it's totally relatable today. Ahead of its time. It's basically about like we only have one son, one of everything, and we like take advantage of it. And the world's dying and we need to like help it. I love um you know. We only I love when she says there might be a day when everything goes away to remind us how ungrateful our culture is because that's so freaking true. <laughs> to replace what's stolen from Mother Nature. And then um, my favorite lyric is, I once heard Grace Jones say, I have my own concept of time. And she always felt like she was running a little bit behind. I just love that part so much because it's true. Everyone does yeah. have their own concept of time. Yeah. I don't know. I love like the part where it's like we only have one sun, one moon, you, one. You mean chorus? You. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just so catchy, and it's true. Like it's it's just super simple lyrics, but it's like 
there is only one me, one you, mm-hmm. one sun, one moon, like one mother nature. We need to save the earth, people. Okay. Pablo the Blowfish. I love this song so much. And so the song makes me feel better about not eating seafood. <laughs> when this album first came out and the name came out, my older brother was like, Tay, you can really relate to this because I grew up in the country and we had tons of animals. Like I can't even tell you, I can name off all the animals we ever had because I remember all their names, but living in the country, animals run off and they die. They get eaten by coyotes. They mm-hmm. get ran over, like what? just tons of bad, sad things. So I can name, okay, now I'm sad. but like my pet Lil Wayne was the greatest thing on earth and he got killed by the garage door. What? Taylor, you never told me this. Okay, well, we can talk about it later. Um, and I was seriously oh, depressed for like a long time. And it was in middle school. So like it took years for me to be able to talk about it without crying. Anyways, so I could really relate to having dead pets and like being so in love with them like Miley. And so this song is like I relate to it so much because I just have so many pets like when I was younger that were just like my life. Like how Miley views like Pablo and Floyd and – you know, mm-hmm. um, but pretty much the song is about Pablo and how she feels bad pretty much that she had him in like a tank. And if he could have him back, like she would send him off to sea because yeah. um, she wouldn't want him to be sad again. And stop. I'm literally, you're describing this so perfectly. Like, I don't even want to cut you off, but I had to because I'm, like, shaking. Um, but, like, ugh, just keep going. Because, okay, the beginning is, you don't know what a cloud is. Why is everything I love have to die? They all wanted to see you be as big as you could be. But just saying, like, she loved it. Yeah, she well, wanted she says, to like, him so badly because mm-hmm. he she loved him so it's much, like- but she knew, like, she couldn't. I think it's the whole, like, if you love something, let it go, like, mm-hmm. come to, like, a song. Because she's talking about, like, um, like if you go up, there's, um, the lyrics in the song talk about how she wants to take him out of the tank and, like, release him to sea. And she can't bear to see him die in the tank. But she doesn't want to get rid of him because she, she'd miss him. But it's just, it's just so cute. Ugh. And then she starts talking about, like, how she ordered, uh, like, rice. <laughs> I love that part. But then I love this part, too. This is emotional. I won't forget even one second we had because you might be gone, but you could never be dead. I heard of a seahorse named Sadie, and that was my golden retriever's name, my, like, first family dog. And she died when I was a freshman in college, and I wasn't there. So, like, whenever I hear that, I think of my first family dog. Um, Wait, so, like, I know what she means by this lyric, but, like, can you describe it better? Because, like, is she just talking about the seahorse named Sadie, like, being in heaven? And, like, she could meet Sadie in heaven? Yeah, so she's pretty much, like... She's not accepting that he's not there anymore. And Mm -hmm. she's making up that he has this better life when he met Sadie, the seahorse, and they have, they get married and they have babies and they're in love. That'd be crazy. But she's like dreaming of this life for Pablo that's better than like what he had with Miley. And like, stop, stop. I'm getting chills. (laughs) We're talking about this for way too long. But like, this is what Miley does. She makes such little like, not important things to some people maybe and she turns it into this whole thing and 
but she's talking about like now i get it like i always got that lyric but like it didn't make sense like that, i don't know i guess but... i'd be curious to hear what other smilers think of it too because that's how i've always taken it um mm-hmm. i mean it says at the bottom like he, pablo found love deep in the sea and that would just mean that pablo yeah. is better off in the sea than with right. her so like she's basically letting him go to heaven by thinking that like he's in the ocean now. right and that she's like if he was oh. still here she would want to release him to see anyways because she's now realizing that him on earth with her isn't giving him the life that a blowfish deserves. <laughs> um, but we need to move on. No, hold on. I cry. Uh, <laughs> Miley's dirt sessions when she dressed up in the unicorn onesie, which I actually own. And she played this and that's <laughs> when she's like, she slams on the keyboard and goes, damn and she's like crying and it was so emotional because you hear the song and you're like okay it's not that big of a deal it's a blowfish but then you hear her perform it live and it's like holy crap mm-hmm. it's it was actually super emotional for her yeah <laughs> i love her okay twinkle i love this song next me too it's like a similar vibe vibe to lighter i think I had a dream. David Bowie taught us. So good. It's just a song with just random things in it. And she makes it sound so poetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has all these dreams and she talks about different things happening and they're just like not realistic at all. But it's just like, I don't know. Who is she singing about? She's basically like, I don't know, but it just sounds like she's just talking about all these dreams to kind of get away from like reality. That's how I take the song. Uh, this is my favorite part. But then she's, what does it mean? Oh this my is God. my favorite part. She's like, I, I had a dream that I didn't give a F, but I give a F. I miss you so bad. I think I might die. What does it mean? Where I think, I like this part because I think Miley tries to come off all the time. Like she doesn't care. But it's really because mm-hmm. she cares so much about like people she cares about, her family, her pets. Like saying Miley doesn't care is such a blanket statement to like her persona and her image, but she really cares so much. And I mm-hmm. like that just demonstrates like her being so down to earth and like all that stuff. I love the song, but just the screaming of what does it mean? Just like startles me. When people post time. the like, video, like me, like sitting in math class screaming. <laughs> what does it mean? Me when Miley's teasing Beth What Corbin. does it mean? What does yeah. it mean? Oh, I had a dream. That's good. <laughs> what? That sounded good. I'm screaming. Okay, next. The end. <laughs> oh God, that's the end. That was all of our songs we were going about. Oh, I wasn't done talking. Okay, now questions, super quick. These aren't super hard um, questions. Wait, we're but... not going to wrap up what we're talking about. Oh, sorry. I just, like, got okay. so into it. Well, <laughs> overall, Miley Cyrus and her dead pets was, like, such Iconic. Versatile. Underrated. Legendary. Gift. Yes. <laughs> from our queen. And I think all mm-hmm. Miley fans now love dead pets. More. Yeah. But if you mm-hmm. still haven't come around to it, it's like, dude. Lock yourself in a room or go on a drive. Sorry. Go on a drive and listen to it. And <laughs> don't lock yourself um, in a room. 
it's yeah. just just definitely listen to it and if you don't like it and you're a miley fan like i mean everyone has their own opinions but i think you just need to like look more yeah the break it down by it. the lyrics yeah or just like listen yeah. to it and actually try to like connect to it and like relating it to miley and i guess you're doing that now relate it to like what she was going through then mm-hmm. it's just the best the best but yeah question girl who says i say what say what all right katie she asked what are you doing to stay happy and healthy during this quarantine jordan um i'm not just saying this because we're on a miley podcast but definitely watching bright minded has helped me a lot just kind of just feel connected to people even though i'm not really communicating with many people i mean outside of just like texting Tay and you know um getting more ideas and stuff on like what to do feeling more positive and I'm just kind of like doing things that I would do if I had the off days from work because I always complain that I'm tired and I never take enough naps so I've been napping a lot um I never have time to like just play Animal Crossing play video games and like watch my shows so I've just been doing that and kind of just like relaxing yeah I mean same um I've been trying to get up well, I have been actually getting up for work at like 6.30 or 6.45 um, mm-hmm. just to stay in my normal routine. And then if I want to take a nap later in the day, I feel like I deserve it that way. Um, but if I wake up around 8 or 8.30, tired again, I'm trying to stay in like a healthy routine. Uh, I wish. I've been taking naps as soon as I wake yeah, up. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm just trying to not let myself stress out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just reminding myself that it's okay and like this is what's happening right now and everyone's going to get through it. But I've definitely been feeling the unexplained anxiety and stuff like that that I still don't understand. But bright-minded definitely yeah. helps no, I... they talk about that a lot too. Um, we also see Miley in California in 183 days. I forgot to mention, but that's helping me get through this, knowing that at the end of it, there's a light at the tunnel, and that's Miley. <laughs> um, so next question. Heartbreak MC asked, what has been your favorite Bright-Minded episode of the week and why? Um, I'm biased, but definitely Wednesday because Ashley O made an appearance. And um, I don't know. It was just funny watching Miley dance to Ashley mm-hmm. O. <laughs> Um, mine was Tuesday with Ashley Graham on it because, um, Ashley Graham is from where I'm from, Lincoln, Nebraska, and she's about the same age as my sister, maybe a little bit older, but her younger sister, Abby worked at my parents' restaurant and like, I used to work with Abby. So, and like, I'm still friends with Abby on Instagram and stuff. So like, I felt like extra connected to Miley through that. It's weird because, mm-hmm. like, me knowing Ashley's sister and her sister was literally talking to Miley on the screen. I literally texted Abby, like, I am living through your sister right now. Oh, my gosh. Like, I just thought it was so freaking cool that Ugh, lucky Ashley freaking Graham, who's from small town Nebraska, is on live with Miley. Which shows that we can make it yeah. someday. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. Curly Reedy. Mm-hmm. She's asked questions before. She's always so nice. Uh, um, 
watched Hannah Montana in Spanish. My question is, have you ever heard a dubbed version of it, like in any other language? No. Okay. So I have not, but I've definitely heard like a little short clip of Miley speaking in like Portuguese once, um, Hannah Montana, because somebody who speaks Portuguese was like watching it and posted it like on their story. And it like freaked me out because it kind of sounded like her if she were to speak that. Hmm. That would be interesting. Like, I think it'd be cool. It'd be cool, but like, I wouldn't understand it. I mean, I guess now it'd be cool if maybe I did like subtitles or, I mean, I already know really what she's saying most of the time, but I think it's cool. And I just think it's cool how like some people, like for example, um, who was it? Um, that girl in Stranger Things that was um, on Miley's episode, the girl, the younger uh, girl. Millie Bobby What's her name? Brown or whatever. Millie, yeah. She actually mentioned in one of the episodes that she got her English accent, um, like American accent, from watching Hannah Montana. And I think that's cool because like some people listen to Hannah Montana in other languages and like don't speak English. And I just think that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just keep rambling about how it's so cool. But yeah. I would like to, but I need to learn Spanish first or another language. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think that wraps it all up. Yay. Thank you guys for listening to us ramble on about dead pets and it's go the listen best. to it now that this podcast is over. Yay. All right. I'm going to go listen yeah. to it right now. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Love okay. you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>